0: Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. <laughs> and now we'd like to introduce your host She's My Mom and the Bomb.com, Meg, Meg Brunson. Brunson. Hey there, welcome to episode number 99 of the Familypreneur podcast. I'm really excited to have you with me today. And if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on your podcasting platform so that you don't miss another episode. We release new content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I'd sure hate for you to miss anything exciting. So today is a Marketing Monday, and we are focused on audiences for Facebook advertising this month. Last week, we talked about leveraging Facebook's built-in targeting options to create some cold prospecting audiences, and today we're going to switch switch gears a little bit. We're going to talk about the warm audiences we can build. These are going to be audiences that include people who already know you, right? So they're a little warmer, they know who you are, and they're going to be more likely to take action with you. So it makes them warmer. Facebook allows you to target warm audiences from Facebook-related sources as well as from your own sources. So first, let's talk about those Facebook-related sources, things that you can target from Facebook directly. You can target people who have engaged with your page. This might mean people who like your page, but it also might just mean people who are engaging with your content. That could mean clicking on pictures, liking, commenting, sharing. Any type of engagement would get somebody into this audience. You can also create an audience of people who've engaged with your Instagram business profile. So assuming you've set up your Instagram profile to be a business account, which you should do because there is absolutely no reason not to, Facebook does not assign any sort of a penalty to business accounts on Instagram. It's not at all like it is on Facebook. So go ahead and change any personal profiles over to a business profile And then you're gonna be able to target people who interact with your Instagram account on Facebook ads, which is really powerful. So you've got your Facebook page engagement, your Instagram profile engagement, and then there's some specific elements within Facebook that you can target as well. If you're promoting events on the Facebook platform, you can remarket to people who have said they were interested or going to your event. If you're leveraging instant experiences which used to be called Canvas ads, then you can retarget people who have engaged with those instant experiences. We talked about lead ads a few weeks ago. If you're running lead ads or using lead forms in your promotions, you can remarket to people who have opened the lead form and or people who have submitted the lead form. So you could run a lead ad, let's just say that you wanna get people on your list, you could run a lead ad, step one, And then step two, you could remarket to the people who opened the form but did not submit it. And now you can serve them another ad to encourage them to give you their lead information. So maybe that's taking a different angle with how you've asked because they've already opened it once. So now you know that they're at least somewhat interested and we just have to get them to open it again. Finally, we can create an audience of people who have watched a video. Now, this is my absolute favorite right now, primarily because it is the most affordable right now, and it's been the most affordable for a pretty, pretty long time, pretty much since this became an option. Video consumption is very popular on the Facebook and the Instagram platforms, and when somebody watches your video, Facebook is able to capture them into a retargetable audience so that you can serve them with an ad down the road. Now, for Facebook's purposes, they consider a video view three seconds. But I wanna say that that isn't as short as it sounds. So the next time you're on your phone and your thumb is you know going at crazy speeds, scrolling down your timeline, and you see a video, stop on it and count to three. It's a decent amount of time and it does establish some level of interest or at least familiarity with the, the person or the brand who is posting that content. Now you can create this video view audience from people who've watched your content for three seconds, 10 seconds, or people who've watched 25, 50, 75, 95, or 100% of your videos. So you do have some additional customization options there. But of course, the longer you want somebody to watch your video, the less people there are going to be because people just drop out. That's just human nature, right? You're not gonna get 100% success rate with your videos. Now, all that being said, The standard right now for videos really across verticals is under five cents for a three second video view. And that's a pretty big range. And I know it seems silly to say five cents is a big range, but it is a pretty big range. Most of my clients can get a three second video view for a penny, which means it's a really effective way to grow an audience quickly. And inexpensively, an audience that isn't cold anymore because you've warmed them up with video content. I absolutely love this strategy and testing the strategy with my clients. Now, I should say, it's not always the most effective strategy. I have some clients that it works beautifully for, and some clients, quite honestly, They don't need it. They can jump right into lead generation without this additional step. But it's totally worth testing and nothing is lost because you're warming your people up with some great video content. Now you may say, but I don't have video content. And I'm gonna tell you that you do. As long as you have a cell phone, you have video content in the palm of your hand because you can go live on Facebook at any time. If you have some nervousness around going live on Facebook, I totally get it, believe it or not, I was there once too. However, there is nothing to be worried about. I actually have a figure out Facebook guide that I would encourage you to check out And you can go to megbrunson.com slash Facebook Live to grab that resource. It is a free workbook and there's an optional course that goes along with it. Now, as for the sources that you own, there are two that are going to be highly relevant for you. The first one is website traffic custom audiences. This is dependent on having the Pixel installed, but if you've been listening for a while, I'm willing to bet you've already done that. And if not... Go ahead, head over to megbrunson.com slash pixel, and you can start that process. The pixel is a very important piece of the puzzle that you really need to get a handle on before you spend another dollar on the Facebook platform, on Facebook ads. So website traffic custom audiences will allow you to target a custom audience of people who have visited your website. And you can do this as a whole, so anybody who's visited your website at all, but you can also break it down and target specific pages. And the place that this becomes really helpful is let's just imagine you have an opt-in and then there's a thank you page, right? So you're driving traffic to an opt-in page, they give you their lead information, and then they go to a thank you page. You can create an audience of people who hit the thank you page, which now tells you that those people are on your list, right? Now you can exclude them from seeing your ads so that you're not gonna show your ads to people who are already on your list. This is gonna save you money, it's gonna improve the relevance of your ads and you're going to get better results. So you can use these audiences, not just to remarket to people with new offers or different angles, but you can use these audiences to exclude people from your targeting so that you're not showing the ads to inappropriate people because they've already done what you want people to do, right? Now, finally, the other source audience that I want to make sure that we highlight is the customer file audience. The customer file audience, this would be an email list. So if you have an email list, you can upload that list to Facebook, and Facebook will reverse engineer it to link the contacts that you have in the list to Facebook profiles and then build an audience of those people. So this is a great way to build an audience of people who you already have on an email list or maybe people who have already purchased or done business with you or booked calls with you. If you have a list of people and they have given you their permission to contact them, to connect with them, then you can use that list to include or exclude people in your ads. Oftentimes, I use a combination of all of these sources. One of the reasons is because things like website traffic will automatically update. When you're using the pixel data or you're using Facebook sources, that information will update automatically every 24 hours or so, so that if a new person takes action, they will end up on that list within about 24 hours, which means it's always relevant and it's always current. However, that's not true with your customer files right? So somebody might join your email list organically from your page and you still don't want them to see this uh, elite ad on Facebook because they've already joined your list. If you're just excluding that customer file, you're going to have to go back in there and update that file to ensure that the new people that have just come on your list are excluded unless you have the pixel installed. Then that website traffic custom audience will do that grunt work of ensuring that the audiences are updated. And because the pixel can track up to 180 days, this means you really only have to update those customer files every six months or so in order to keep everything relevant and to keep everything working appropriately. Now that being said, I prefer to be a little extra cautious. So I recommend updating your customer files every one to two months just to keep things on track. I would just rather be safe than sorry. What I recommend that you do right now is go into the audience's dashboard and start to poke around at some of the audiences that you can build. And while you're doing that, think about the the resources that you have. Think about your audiences on Facebook and Instagram and how they're interacting with you there. Think about your customer lists and your website traffic and then start building out some custom audiences that are going to be relevant for your page. If you enjoy a little bit of a video tutorial, you can head over to megbrenson.com slash 99, where I will have a video that is embedded from YouTube that goes over some of this information. You'll also find the show notes at that link. And if you have any questions, you can always ask them in the Familypreneur community at familypreneurcommunity.com. We'll be back on Wednesday, Friday, and then back next Monday with more great marketing content. Have a great week and we'll talk soon. Bye. Did you know that my mom has a Facebook page, Instagram account, YouTube channel, and more? Her username is The Meg Brunson. Just about everywhere. You should go follow her.